book Uh, I always start with this default question as to why did the author, or in now in your case, your two uh, co-authors, why did they decide to write this book? So how about this? Le- let's do this. So Sudarshan, I'll start with you first. So I want to know why did you two decide to write this book, and what were you know what were the thought processes that were going on when you guys were discussing? Okay, is kitab ke baare mein, you know, we have to do this. I think uh, the journey started somewhere in 2014-15. Both uh, Guru and me had a number of conversations that uh, contributed to this. Uh, Be it the the position of uh, Dalit communities in India today, how are they perceived, uh, vis-a-vis affirmative action, so on and so forth. And then one fine day in 2016, uh, on April 14th, uh, we decided we will write a column together on uh, Bharat Ratna Baba Sahib Ambedkar uh, in Millennium Post. That's a New Delhi uh, news daily. And uh, to our surprise, there was organic positive feedback to that. Uh, we didn't expect that to have uh, that uh, positive feedback. Then somewhere down the line, we decided that every month. Uh, for a birth anniversary or a death anniversary of a dalit icon or a dalit personality we will come up with a, a article so the the following month we wrote on vedavyasa because it was uh, guru purnima uh, the subsequent month we wrote on ayankali because august marks his uh, birth anniversary and uh, people were you know the the beauty of this kushal was that people were writing to us saying why don't you write on him why don't you write on her we don't know much about him we don't know much about her so we felt that there is a gap that people are not aware of the contribution of dalit personalities to the making of the modern nation state that uh, with a civilizational founding of course so hence uh, that thought the trail of thought led to us coming together writing the book uh, starting in 2018 uh, honestly we didn't have an order in mind but we wanted north south east west to be represented we wanted various fields to be represented we look at the political empowerment we look at indian foreign service we look at poetry we look at uh, uh, spirituality things like that so we said these 18 personalities we'll focus from the past and uh, the introduction as you have already said lays out the broad uh, uh uh manner in which dalit literature has evolved over time so one thing we want to do is generally dalit literature is is conceived to be 5 to 6 decades old what both of us are attempting and it is just tip of the iceberg is to widen the sweep to say that dalit literature is uh, has an even bigger history we go back 5000 years plus etc and in the conclusion we have focused on certain contemporary personalities who have probably taken inspiration from these uh, past 18 personalities and then lay a, 
a possible uh, futuristic roadmap in the book that is the it cracks the journey of the book now guru i wanted to actually share obviously you and i have known each other for a while we've had so many conversations uh, offline about you know how this this kind of narrative needs to be shared i mean mujhe yaad hai humne kitni baar phone pe is vishay pe baat ki hui hai so 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 my question to you is slightly different so when you were dis- like when you two were like okay we have to write about this about this about this so the process of actually deciding which particular personality do you guys choose so how did you guys do that guru uh kushal at the outset thank you so much for having both of us on your podcast and uh, over the course of last couple of years yes i have benefited immensely from uh, apart from our conversations listening to your very serious podcast on myriad issues which otherwise i wouldn't have come across i wouldn't have researched i wouldn't have stumbled upon but the aspects that you touch in your podcast they are really meaningful and intellectually empowering to many of us now coming to your question kushal it's very important that uh, as sudarshan also mentioned that uh, the personalities in this book and in a way i would also like to add to what sudarshan said that uh, this book is also in a sense is a journey of our relationship is a journey of our friendship which has obviously matured over the course of last 5 6 years and i still categorically remember that uh, when we started when we started as friends uh, we used to have some difficult conversations some difficult conversations around let's say the issue of affirmative action issue of reservation and reservation as we know today is one of the polarizing issues and people tend to have very uh, hard positions on that so that was one and over the course we had many conversations and one such day we decided no let's start writing let's start uh, uncovering uh, the real issues the real challenges that the dalit discourse has and dalit discourse in a way has uh, been uh, dominated by this narrative of victimhood that no no dalits have been the victims of the past i'm not denying that but at the same time there are stories of icons bahut sare aise mahapurush hain bahut sari aisi vibhutiyan hain they inspire confidence they inspire social confidence they inspire confidence in the communities that has been marginalized for god knows since when so it's very important to identify these icons coming from bihar and uh, eastern uttar pradesh i have moved a lot in this region and i have found that uh, the narrative which is going on in delhi let's say in bombay around dalit issues it's so distant and it's so different the real issues on the ground are really they do not have any connection with uh, whatever the narrative makers or the discourse builders are saying so we realize that it's very critical it's very crucial to have to make a a drop in the ocean contribution in terms of the new dalit discourse the new dalit imagination and one way to do it was to identify these icons and start working on them first such uh, action together was uh, an exercise in uncovering the aspects and different layers of personality of let's say baba saheb ambedkar today sadly unfortunately the present generation and even historians and the scholars and political activists they have restricted the legacy of baba saheb ambedkar as a mere leader of the depressed classes sirf vanchito ke neta ke roop mein baba saheb ambedkar ko smaran kiya jata hai i'm sure you are aware baba saheb as an economist what a phenomenal economist he was 
Baba Sahib as an anthropologist, Baba Sahib as a foreign policy visionary. He was the first Indian politician during that time, Kushal, who anticipated the threat from China and uh, made this statement on record in the Constituent Assembly that we should have Tibet as a buffer state. So just look at the vision and the imagination of the man. Look at the intellectual dexterity of the man. But sadly today, unfortunately, because of some agenda, some political propaganda, we now only remember him. And that's the saddest part. And that was one pain. Why do you restrict such an intellectual colossus uh, as a mere leader of one particular section of the society? And this stands true for each and every icon that we have covered in this book. Saints like Janabai, Soyarabai, Savitri Bai Phule, Kallave, the first Dalit woman poet from 12th century in Kerala. Can you imagine? We are just not aware of that. And unfortunately, only one strand of this thought, only one strand of Dalit narrative is being pushed. And we are all aware that who all are behind it and what sort of narratives they want to do it. And like you also said in the outset that the introduction, the introduction is the most critical and the most crucial part of this book, I would say, because it uh, lays down the direction in which the book intends to go. It is just a drop in the ocean. We have tried our best to outline the challenges, the issues, and the direction in which the Dalit conversation is going. But we are happy. And we are happy. And let me put this on record that the conversation around caste has started in a very objective and dispassionate manner. Over the last couple of years, we have seen on social media, in academic circles, that people are expressing their views on caste. People are not being defensive on caste. And that's very important because caste is a reality. You cannot run from it. And I've seen a number of people, because I have been working in this space. I was born in this space. And But whenever you see, you go to a city, you sit in a university, I don't believe in caste. Caste is a thing of past. My goodness, who are you trying to fool? Jati ek sakte hai samaj mein. Or jati se bhagna, caste denialism, the caste blindedness is definitely not a solution to it. So like you said, uh, the process of identifying these icons was very importantly and a very conscious decision that it should have regional diversity in the sense north, south, east, west. It should have gender diversity, equal number of women. We try to have maximum number of women like Dakshayani Velayudhan the only Dalit woman member of the Constituent Assembly from Kerala. Yeah. Who knows about And like I said, the most important point is that, that these icons play a very important role in inspiring social confidence in the community. important yeah. I'll, be, so, so I'll be around Hindi and English, so I hope that's not a... No, 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 no. Hindi, uh, Hindi is fine. Uh, English one, is fine. It's Just one aspect. Uh, we have also focused on certain personalities who are generally uh, generally relegated to black and white. You look at Jogendranath Mandal. Uh, you just say, okay, this guy left India and went away to Pakistan. Did not care about India. But there's another white that he came back and helped the refugees uh, who were fleeing East Pakistan then. There's a, there's, a, there's a story to him. 
which which we wanted to do and generally when we look at kerala the first name that will come to our mind is narayanaguru without any doubts his contribution is monumental but here we are focused on a fascinating personality ayankali who uh, read in fact foreshadowed what ambedkar spoke and acted upon in the constituent assembly when he enforced uh, reservations ayankali did it in the shrimulam popular assembly back then how as to how and enunciated how the pulayas need reservation in then kerala so that way we focused on these lesser uh, known personalities who are generally relegated to just the black and white and try to uh, showcase them to the readers yeah so sudarshan let's peel this a little more so you know guru made a very important point about this black and white aspect so now i'll draw an analogy here now when we talk about sri arbindo hmm. we never say he is a icon of that jati or yeah. that varna we don't yeah. do that yeah shivaji is a pan indian hero it he's a hero for everyone now yes there are people who will not like it and that's fine it's a it's a open society but we're talking in averages right we're not yeah. talking in i mean the exception proves the rule what i'm trying to say is what my point is now this is a very important point that again it takes me back to a very interesting conversation that i had off the record with guru one day and guru made a very important point here when will we reach a stage so i'll i'll i wanted to hear from you too sudarshan that when will we reach a stage in india where it's not just about ambedkar i think ambedkar has made the journey in being a pan indian icon in my opinion i think baba saheb ambedkar is a pan indian icon especially yeah. you know a lot of people uh, when it comes to his views on social reforms not just social reforms economics you'll find a lot of takers of baba saheb ambedkar at least in the in the capitalist circles of india they they love baba saheb ambedkar because he was a full on capitalist in in many ways so sudarshan how do we make this journey where you know i i'll be so the the personalities that are there in the book they're not just to me not just about being dalit personalities they're indian personalities yeah. so how do we make a discourse where these great people become pan india icons like these many other icons so, and where have we missed the boat then sudarshan i think the answer to that lies in the preamble of our constitution we the people the initiative has to be from the people two of us as young writers came together we don't have experience as storytellers to showcase these stories right we just followed the golden rule of five w's and one h of sketching these personalities who are who are these personalities what did they do why did they do what they do and how did they do and this very important point has been elucidated in almost all our conversations around the book where people have said look they are no doubt an integral part of the dalit community and as to how they empowered them and how they uh, stood for dalit led empowerment but somewhere kushal we are also speaking through the book that they are also responsible for the making of our modern nation state with a civilizational founding you look at vyasa without him uh, there is no uh, way in which we could speak, seek inspiration from puranas 
or read up a mahabharat to understand basic lessons in strategy or politics so on and so forth you look at valmiki where is rama without valmiki at the same time you look at contemporary figures who redefined socio political movements in india look at akanshi ram uh, you look at the first dalit president of india k r narayanan and then you look at someone who brought education to women in india savitri bai phule these are all evidence to the fact that hey they are in addition to being makers of modern dalit history no doubt they have contributed to vital pillars of the making of our state and hence it it needs conscious effort they keep saying that uh it it has to be drilled down again and again they somebody told me once that why did shankara go about speaking the same thing again and again and again why did he give his discourses again and again because people only understand them that is why this journey started in 2016 it's still continuing today and it will continue maybe after us there would be people we want more such young people to take up explore these lives even deeper bring out so we always give this example there are 650 approximately uh, as per 2011 census 640 districts in india so you look at uh, a, a rough estimate let us say two personalities in each district we look at 1200 people who where there is scope of showcasing to the people that these came from the marginalized these came from the socially disadvantaged they defied every single odd and here they are inspiring the nation to move ahead all right so now guru let's come to the moot point as you said you know there is especially in certain circles in india there is a denialism when it comes to the reality of casteism and discrimination now it's a very interesting bit in your book where you guys say as per an analysis of the 2012 indian human development survey 27% of the households in india practiced some sort of untouchability in which the practice was more prevalent in rural india rural india at 30% and urban india at 20% uh you also say caste rigidity in marriage continues to be deeply entrenched and the proof is in our genetic data anybody who does not want to admit to it baba india is a endogamous society then obviously uh, you know you also go on and mention in 2017 a study of 6000 people between the ages of 15 and 34 conducted by the center for the study of developing societies and uh, showed that graduate dalits face the highest frequency of caste discrimination among Yeah, social groups. Young Dalit graduates are often face discrimination while appearing for their first job interview. Now, this is again we are going now to certain specific areas, and you guys touch upon uh, upon this beautifully. And and what I loved about your book, especially, and I've said this so many times to you guys, is that you paid a lot of time in the introduction because you wanted to set it up that look, this is the reality of our society. and you spent a lot of time so so guru let's now take this take the bull by the horns so why do you think there is this denialism when it comes to discrimination in our society and how does one break it to the denialists that everything is not a british construct no that that that's 
a very fundamental point, Kushal, and uh, I'm sure, let's say, if we have met five years ago, or let's say seven years ago, and uh, unconsciously or subconsciously, you would have said that, uh, oh, Guru, you know what? I don't believe in casteism. And uh, you would be surprised to know that my grandfathers used to sit with him, used to eat with a Dalit. We always allowed a Dalit to enter our house. What kind of hypocrisy is this? If your grandfather treated a human being as a human being, you are having wearing it as a badge of honor. People still do that. Trust me, people still do that. And I move in circles. I have acquired a certain level of mobility. And I have seen people saying this. What are you talking about? Our father was with I'm not going. I'm not going there. That whether it's a British construct or a medieval uh, construct, but this conversation is happening real time in front of our eyes, and we are facing it. And this has become so commonplace these days that even today, Kushal, you would. There are people on social media. There are people off social media. They they keep mentioning this point. Uh, it's beyond my comprehension that So we have to accept it. And this is something which you have rightly picked it up from our introduction that uh, the challenges exist. There was an interesting study done, I think, a couple of years ago when uh, two sets of CVs were sent to a private corporation. And one set of CVs had lesser number of marks, another set of CVs had higher number of marks, but the CV with lesser number of marks had a general category, the CV with higher number of marks had scheduled caste. You would be surprised to know that the private corporation chose the set of CVs with lesser marks, but with general category students. It is a study, Kushal. It is a study by Mr. Sukhdev Thorat. It's published in Economic and Political Weekly. I'm basing my argument on the basis of evidence. This is a written article. So this thing is very much here. And when this argument of merit comes, merit again is such a relative concept. Merit again is a very difficult concept to understand. It's not as simple as we see it. So it's very critical. And like I said in my opening remarks as well, I'm happy that people have now started having conversation around this. A lot of informed, solution-oriented, constructive conversation is happening around it now. People are being assertive. So I think that's the moot point that uh, across the spectrum, you see intellectuals, universities, business, bureaucracy, politics. It has become a sort of norm now to have diversity, to have diverse voices, to have representation of the marginalized and the disadvantaged section. So. Historical background, yes, there has been a problem. And I personally put it like this. The three set of uh, challenges which our previous generation have faced. 100 years ago, the challenge was of sitting together. Then it was eating together. And now it is witting together. Seat, you can have uh, uh, on the same table, both of you can sit. Then eat, you can eat meals together. And now the present generation is witting what we are doing now on your podcast, that we are brainstorming on issues, that we are thinking, we are thinking individuals, and you are giving us space to me on having conversation around these issues of critical importance. 
so we have to acknowledge and kushal trust me i mean it's very crucial to have a dalit as a stakeholder otherwise this 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 conversation keep on going and these are the same set of denialists who said don't use the word dalit ab dalit bolna hai nahi bolna hai to dalit samajhte karega na ab ye bhi कहीं से तय होगा तो मुझे लगता है कि अब ये समय आ गया है नाउ यू हैव इन एनी कॉन्वर्सेशन अराउंड दलित इश्यूज इन एनी कॉन्वर्सेशन अराउंड दलित डिस्कोर्स यू मस्ट हैव अ स्टेक होल्डर फ्रॉम विद इन द कम्युनिटी अब बात आप क्रिकेट पे कर रहे हो और आप फुटबॉल के स्पेशलिस्ट को बुला के लाए हो मैं ये नहीं कह रहा हूं कि उसको ज्ञान नहीं होगा उसको ज्ञान हो सकता है मैं कहीं से उसको चुनौती नहीं दे रहा हूं बट एट द सेम टाइम इट इज ऑल्सो इंपॉर्टेंट टू हैव someone from the community as a relevant stakeholder in shaping that conversation and which is happening now for multiple reasons in social circles in politics in universities it is now happening the denialists will be there the denialists were there who were following caste blindedness god knows what were their agenda but we have to accept it even baba saheb ambedkar said castelessness jati vihin samaj lekin jati vihin samaj banane ke liye jati ek sach ho isko swikarna padega नो the perspective from community is also important so regardless of the naysayers regardless of the denialists regardless of people who follow caste blindness it is important to have uh, for any conversation if you have to maintain the integrity of that conversation it's very critical to have a voice from the within the community and that i think is uh, crucial now for sure sudarshan to on this point of um, you know representation from within the community again i love this bit from your book so you say you guys write to this day it is impossible to see reasonable representation of subaltern voices in news news kenneth j cooper from the washington post was the first to direct national attention to this issue in 1996 when he found that there was not a single dalit journalist in india this prompted another senior journalist bk unyal from the pioneer to do similar research of 700 accredited journalists not a single dalit was found this is the problem right sudarshan i mean you you don't even have people from the community matlab aapko ek banda nahi mila you could not find one bloody journalist in a country of a billion people to give their point of view from a first person perspective right i think the answer to that also trails from what guru just finished unless there is a conscious effort not just media you look at think tanks uh, you look at uh, the young dalit voices hosting podcasts uh, you look at uh, other aspects uh, judiciary politics so on and so forth unless there is a conscious effort uh, from those from all stakeholders i don't think we are going to attain that level of social democracy where we see representation and ensuring dignity to our dalit brethren 
uh, I think that boils down to that individual discretion and awareness. For example, I became aware. I uh, coming from Tamil Nadu. Social justice is a cornerstone of whatever we do and think in our state. You look at politics. You look at media. You look at any other aspect. Social justice will come in. You look at movies. Movies has given so many leaders uh, to Tamil Nadu's political space. Social justice has been a very, very critical aspect of the very upbringing for youth in Tamil Nadu. So there was that nascent awareness. Hence, there has to be that conscious effort, individual discretion, and keep pushing. Once you push and make that conscious awareness with a credible and authentic effort. I think then we'll begin to see certain changes, and I think, Kushal, this is also a civilizational battle to ensure dignity and representation for our Dalit brethren. We have two landmark years: 2022, when we celebrate 75 years of independence, and we have 2047, when we celebrate 100 years of independence. We have to come together through conversations like this, through books like this. Take inspiration from the past. I know people can ask, "Yeah, you guys are talking about eighth century folks. You, you guys are talking about eleventh century folks. What relevant do the, what relevance do they bring to today's scenario?" I think there are lessons. How they weeded through your moot point question of did caste-based discrimination exist only in a British colonial era? No. We saw Anandanar, who we have profiled in uh, in this book. Eighth century, he faced uh, caste-based discrimination. We have a Soyara Bai, twelfth century, a very integral part of the Bhakti movement. She faced discrimination. We have a Jana Bai, she faced discrimination. But yet, they all built that beautiful world, despite these odds, despite these. So we we write a line in the book. They converted every stone thrown at them into milestones. And this is not just we are saying in some letters. It is in spirit. We have seen it. So researching about these guys also can be enabling for writers, right? You grow as a person. You research about a Soyara Bai. You research about a Jana Bai. You know, oh, this is what they went through to carve out what they stand for today. So hence, it did exist before that. They defied every single odds, and we can take important lessons. Be it ensuring dignity and representation from these past icons, and that is the intention of this book. Yeah, and now let's let's throw some more data in here, Guru. Again, it's my job to highlight these points because you know I'm sick and tired of the denialists, where where every time and and I, Guru, you're both you're too nice. I mean, I'm known to be thoda uh, teda. तो मैं मैं सुना देता हूं बातों में बट वेन आई रेड यू नो वेन आई लाइक वेन आई वॉज आई मीन आई डोंट वॉन्ट टू शेयर द काइंड ऑफ ई मेल्स आई रोट टू यू गाइज एज आई वॉज रीडिंग योर बुक चैप्टर बाई चैप्टर आई डोंट वॉन्ट टू यूज दैट लैंग्वेज ओवर हियर बिकॉज दैट लैंग्वेज वॉज फार मोर कलरफुल एज आई वॉज रीडिंग द बुक बट द पॉइंट इज दैट यू नो आई एम फ्रॉम पंजाब यू नो हाउ मेनी पीपल नो दीज बेसिक फैक्ट दैट द हाइएस्ट कॉन्सेंट्रेशन ऑफ दलित्स इन इंडिया is in punjab i'm telling you you know what the so called culture and the pop culture image of punjab is you know you you listen to punjabis i literally say in punjabi like sa de the kuch hunda hi nahi ji 
ਅਸੀਂ ਤੇ ਸਾਰੇ ਸਮਾਜ ਨੇ ਸਾਰਾ ਐ ਸਿਆਪਾ ਖਤਮ ਕਰ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹਮਨੇ ਤੋਂ ਇਹ ਕੁਝ ਹੋਣੇ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਦਿਆ ਵੀ ਫਿਨਿਸ਼ਡ ਇਟ ਆਲ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਯੂ ਲੁੱਕ ਐਟ ਦ ਲੈਂਡ ਹੋਲਡਿੰਗ ਪੈਟਰਨਸ ਇਨ ਪੰਜਾਬ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਇਨ ਆਲ ਦ ਸਟੇਟਸ ਇਨ ਇੰਡੀਆ ਪੰਜਾਬ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਵਰਸਟ when it comes to land holding patterns and dalits holding land but but again i want to quote something over here that you mentioned guru that in the states with history of feudalism dalits are much more likely to work as agricultural laborers in bihar haryana punjab gujarat andhra pradesh tamil nadu and kerala nearly all dalit farmers are agricultural labor laborers in most districts the figure is about 90% you talk about on one hand you talk about denialism and then this data comes and hits you with a hammer right on your face so tell me guru this is my question the reason i'm throwing data is because data matters but then as they say there is something called the backfire effect the more data you present to a person they double down on their own cherished belief so how do we deal with this no no kushal uh, like you said punjab is obviously one state with the highest concentration if i am not mistaken 33% is the latest percentage of dalit population in punjab and like you said the pop culture imagination or the pop culture vision of punjab is no 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 everything is uh fine in punjab sada punjab is excellent sada punjab is already there the utopian state fasle lehlahari hain gaane chal rahe hain kudiyan vehicle and the different vision of pop culture imagination of punjab is so unrealistic i would say because you say even uh, if you look at it if i make it more contemporaneous you see the andolan that is happening and uh, it's being led by people who are obviously rich land holding farmers the end beneficiary of uh, let's say these reform are chhota kisan are kam bhumi wala kisan and no one is talking about them so the problem is that on the entire discourse on this farm bills so or the entire discourse on this farm reforms that chota kisan is missing who is that chota kisan who is that person with very less land then that's why that is where data becomes very important punjab we know sardar udham singh sardar udham singh comes from punjab kanshi ram Kanshiram who has pioneered the most important dalit movement post independence he comes from punjab punjab is the only state with separate gurudwaras for dalits punjab is the only state with separate cremation ground for dalits can you believe it that's so critical and punjab is unfortunately the only state with the least representation of dalits in the organizational hierarchy of political parties and the government i'm not saying the section that is dominating uh, these places they are against it but at the same time they never had a set of efforts or initiative to make it inclusive to make it sustainable socially not in the last 70 years no one in punjab thought of it that why not have dalits as relevant stakeholders in the scheme of things in the state you look Absolutely. at the universities in punjab the central university the punjab university there is a punjabi university and i for one i maintain a constant touch with academics at all these university space because they get you the real perspective they get you the real things so that's very crucial the largest incident of bonded labor and bonded labor kushal still exists in india ye bandhuwa mazdoor koi purani baat nahi hai bonded labor your grandfather was there your father is there now you are also supposed to serve for the rest of your life 
ये बंधुआ मजदूर की प्रथा आज भी पंजाब में है ये जीवित है कोई बात नहीं करता कृषि आंदोलन में या कृषि सुधारों को लेकर के जितनी भी चर्चा हो रही है and takes that revenge a young boy who witnesses the inhuman massacre at jallianwala bagh and again i would uh, make it more contemporary when there are efforts to restore jallianwala bagh when there are efforts to remember the legacy of someone like sardar odam singh there are attacks on that mm-hmm. happening and no one is oh absolutely no yeah. one is talking about it there is a there is an angle there is an elitist angle to it there is a trad angle to it kushal and we must face it janboojh karke sardar udham singh ko itihas ke panne mein bhula diya gaya kanshiram fine kanshiram led a political movement he comes from punjab so we have to uncover bhai guru 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 ye fact bahut kam logon ko maloom hai ki kanshiram comes from punjab so zara iske bare mein thoda vistar mein batao people don't know this we've written about this people should read the book we've written about it दलित वुमेन इन पंजाब कोई बात ही नहीं करता है कोई चर्चा ही नहीं होती है सो इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट इट्स वेरी क्रूशियल टू हैव स्टेक होल्डर्स और वो नहीं आएंगे चर्चा में दे आर नॉट गोइंग टू बिकम अ फिगर ऑफ योर डिस्कोर्स unless and until they figure prominently in university and academic spaces and now there are efforts there are efforts now to have cultivate leadership is this institution and the places where matters crucial decision making positions otherwise that entire discourse on bonded labor is gone and we still know punjab about urta punjab and the singers who go to the west and then they do rap songs and so on and so forth but i am happy yeah and uh, like i said i am an optimist you said i am nice i say i am an optimist i see positives that uh, now it has started it's very important that someone uh, some academic some young scholars they must also look into the nature and the composition of deras in punjab mm-hmm. jo punjab mein dere hain ye jo sant samaj ka wahan pe rehta hai uska composition kya hai uska nature kya kisi ko dekhna chahiye आखिरकार ऐसे क्या करने की पिछले सात दशक में सत्तर साल में कोई लीडरशिप निकल के नहीं आई इस 33 परसेंट पॉपुलेशन से 33 परसेंट इज मोर देन वन थर्ड ऑफ पॉपुलेशन कुशल व्हाट आर यू सेइंग सो इट्स वेरी क्रिटिकल इट्स वेरी क्रिटिकल कांशीराम जी कम्स फ्रॉम पंजाब कांशीराम जी स्टार्टेड बहुजन समाज पार्टी लार्जेस्ट ट्रेड यूनियन ऑफ ऑफिस फ्रॉम बैकवर्ड एंड माइनॉरिटी कम्युनिटीज इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वेरी क्रिटिकल टू रिमेंबर एंड we are respects to these uh, men and women who made these uh, indelible contributions in the making of our history kushal yeah and, and you know ironically why i feel so strongly about punjab obviously you know, my ethnicity is i mean i'm born and raised in maharashtra my my father is born and raised in maharashtra but after all my ethnicity is in punjab and you know i'm kind of sick and tired of listening to my own relatives See, i always tell people okay arya samaj as a movement I always say this to my friends, you know, and my family in Punjab. I was like, कभी सोचा कि आरे समाज एक आदमी गुजरात में चालू करता है, मगर the most ramp 
rampant movement of Arya Samaj. I mean, in terms of one of the most vehement open anti-caste system movements in India, I have seen is the Arya Samaj. Like, oh, rampant and violently open, openly, you know, opposed to it. I was like, did you, and I'm sorry to say this, you know, I, I actually said that to my, you know, extended friends and family. I was like, did you dummies never realize it? Why was it so prevalent in Punjab? I was like, it is not rocket science that a movement even today is prevalent in Punjab. I mean, Arya Samaj is basically in Delhi Punjab ke belt. Arya Samaj Baki is not that big. I was like, why did you think that it was Gujarat? Why did you ask a question that it was Gujarat from Punjab to Punjab? And look, let me be very open. And I know because, again, because I am the you know, foul-mouthed one here. I read Punjabi lyrics. ये मत समझना कि पंजाबी लिरिक्स मतलब हम यहाँ पे रहते हैं इसका मतलब नहीं हम पंजाबी गाने नहीं सुनते और पंजाबी लिरिक्स नहीं पढ़ते। You know we we notice the subtle supremacism in the lyrics all the time in this pop culture Punjabi music. I mean what what is Punjab? Punjab is only jet seeks. मैं तो सीधा बोल रहा हूँ। Punjab में jet seekों के beyond भी कुछ है कि नहीं? क्योंकि गाने सुनोगे तो जट्टा दा ए जट्टी दा ओ ओ भाई जाट के बियॉन्ड भी तो जा रवि दासिया दा है रामगढ़ीय दा वो भी कर ले कभी गलती से वो तो कभी नहीं सुना मैंने एंड व्हाई डू यू थिंक देर इज एन अंडरग्राउंड मूवमेंट इन म्यूजिक इन पंजाब व्हिच इज ऑल अबाउट द सबऑल्टन कम्युनिटीज यूजिंग म्यूजिक ऑफ द सेम काइंड आई मीन भांगड़ा हिप हिप हॉप भांगड़ा रैप how many people know about this? Like, all you need to do is Google or YouTube this stuff. And you'll be like, oh, these guys are replying to these people who have dominated the mainstream of music. And they're using their bars, their tunes, their ideas to hit back right at them. And then you say, Punjab, mein kuch hai nahi ji. Punjab is everything. Is Everyone is holding hands and singing you know, songs and doing the Gidda and the Pangda. And it, it, it's, it's annoying. And it believe me, as a Punjabi, it annoys me to the core when this happens. But again, now, Sudarshan. In fact, I, I, just, about... I, just, I just want please, to please, add please. that you referred to Ravidas Ji. In fact, Ravidas Ji's monumental contribution, which we have mentioned in the book, is also uh, giving to the world the Gurmukhi alphabet. Right, and that is a very integral part of uh, Punjab today. And also, there is one instance we have detailed in the book where, uh, of course, there is uh, there are legends, there are uh, oral uh, stories that have come out to this effect. Uh, when I visited Varanasi too, they were saying that Guru Nanak, Kabir, and Ravidas met on a couple of occasions, and one of the single most important conversations they have had is centered around how to bring awareness for a cohesive society. I think for me, that was fascinating. These are three very, very important figures in India. For them to meet together, to discuss, I think these are the dialogue itself needs to be investigated. The dialogue needs to be investigated and written about. But the fact that these three met, and there's very less evidence to corroborate this, but we have gone ahead and mentioned this in the book, in Ravidas's chapter, but these three met and they discussed on social history or social cohesion back then. That by itself is a very fascinating thing that we came across in the research of this book. Yeah, you were saying something, Kushal. 
Yeah, no. So I wanted to touch about this thing again that you talk about in the introduction. I mean, it was so disturbing when I was like, I, I can't even express my anger. And, you know, Dalit weddings have been interrupted by upper caste in Rajasthan, Uttar Pradesh and Gujarat. In April 2018 in Uttar Pradesh, a Dalit Sanjay Jata was denied to write to write a mare to his wedding. I mean, what the fuck I mean, when you read stories like this, I don't know how to react. Like, I get so pissed off that, you know, what kind of medieval dinosaurs are these? That they think when a Dalit person gets on a horse and tries to do something. And you know what, Sudarshan, I am connecting the truth. Because I want to talk about this Bhakti movement where, you know, what I noticed there was, what was the Bhakti movement doing? So what is the mahal? You go, I mean, what kind of a pathetic society? I have no other words. This is a pathetic society if it does something like this. You're walking on the road and you have to announce you're coming. What kind of a shit society? I'm sorry, it is a shit society. There is no other word for a society that makes people announce they are arriving on a road because of their caste identity. It is a shit society. But look at the greatness of these personalities. It would have been very easy for these personalities to say, I dump your religion. Hmm. But what did these people do? They say, I'm not going to dump this. This is my yeah. religion too. Yeah. I'm going to use the same rituals. I'm going to create my own parallel network. And, and I bring it back to the same day. Even the Dalit today. The Dalit today did not say, I'm not going to ride a horse because you so-called upper caste ride it. No, I'm going to ride it too. But but then, Sudarshan, my question to you is, what? where do these people get this strength and this love for the society and the culture that they still don't want to leave it? How do they manage it when they are not even, they are put through this horror? What is it? One word, clarity. I think uh, each one, if you take 17 personalities out of the 18, Udham Singh, of course, used a violent method to uh, showcase his assertion. But that was for a cause of Jalanwala Bagh, two-decade-old uh, massacre. Uh, but 17 personalities did not use any violent measure to say that this is what has happened to us. This is what uh, we have been through, yet we have defied odds and we have reached here. And that was the beauty when we are writing about them, not Ayankali, not accused of violence. But you look at him, he stayed within the ambit of Hinduism. In fact, he's worked with the Arya Samaj also. And he took inspiration from a Narayan Guru, uh, Arya Samaj, etc. and said, Okay, let me contemporize this. He came out with certain interesting initi uh, initiatives like community courts. Back then to envision community courts was, was, was a first. You look at Dakshaini Velayudan, you look at Babu Jagjeevan Ram. He got an offer to study, but his mother refused. He stayed within the ambit of Hinduism again. Likewise, we've we've focused on these personalities, and it comes to that clarity of mind that yes, there are deep-rooted divisions that exist in this system. We acknowledge that. What did uh, Baba Sahib say? 
the one thing i like about the hindus is that few of them are agitating towards the removal of these social evils that is what he mentioned uh, uh, there's a quote to this effect but clarity contributing to them to say that yes there are these deep rooted divisions but there is a way and how we reach it is that's how they did it through their own some did it through bhakti some did it through political empowerment uh, some did it through education they were very clear that education is the passport to to empowerment so on and so forth but foremost these were clear people that this is what they want to achieve and you know somewhere i also think that they didn't want to be known as great personalities or anything but the way they led their lives you today in the west they speak of inclusion they speak of power of examples right look at this power of examples they didn't want or they didn't write their own stories to say that oh i want to be known in this way but they went about their job with clarity armed with education some did not have the access to education but contributed to a cohesive society and that is why there are lessons to the present from the past yeah and you know guru what fascinated me was that there are more than enough occasions in the book where we see i always say this you know if i can criticize hindu philosophy openly on this podcast i can criticize other religions too and i use this word with full responsibility the predatory faiths we all know what the predatory faiths are in terms of proselytization there have been more than multiple occasions even with these personalities where you see this oh you convert and the personality in the book says nope not going anywhere this is my my society this is my identity because for them converting meant the oppressor their oppressor won and they lost and they were not willing to lose they were willing to fight for what was rightfully theirs and there are so many stories in our society where you know we have stories of uh, you know how legends like the murti of krishna turns around because certain people were not allowed in the temple and how krishna turned for them or other you know devas and devi so there is a legend in, in in a story of nandanar that he was not uh, allowed inside a shiva temple but there is a legend that the nandi itself moved a little for him to gain access into the temple yeah and and see this, you know what does this say the message that i receive now पीपल मैं नास्तिक हूँ मुझे सब समझ पड़ता है इन चीजों के बारे में बट द पॉइंट इज फॉर मी एज अ नास्तिक द मैसेज हियर इज दैट तुम कुछ भी कर लो दिस इज वॉट द मैसेज आई एम गेटिंग हियर गुरु इज तुम कुछ भी कर लो मैं किधर नहीं जाने वाला हूँ मैं यहाँ हूँ ये देश मेरा है ये हक मेरा है और मैं मेरा वो हक लेके रहूंगा एंड एंड गुरु ये स्ट्रेंथ कैसे आती है कि आप वायलेंट भी नहीं होते हो ये स्ट्रेंथ कहाँ से लाता है आदमी ये स्ट्रेंथ ऑफ कैरेक्टर मेरे जैसा आदमी तो वायलेंट ही हो जाए या कुशल आई कम फ्रॉम बिहार एंड वी फेस एन एनुअल सिचुएशन ऑफ फ्लड हियर एंड एवरी टाइम फ्लड हैपेंस वी सी फैमिली शिफ्टिंग विद देयर काउस एंड गोट्स ओवर द कोर्स ऑफ डेकेड्स इट हैज बिकम अ सेंस ऑफ नॉर्मल फॉर देम एंड आई वाज देयर विजिटिंग हेल्पिंग फ्लड विक्टिम्स दिस टाइम आई स्पोक टू देम and uh, i was surprised to see that there was no sense of anguish on their face they know that 
it has become a part of their life but coming back to your point we must uh, talk about ramnami samaj so ramnami mm-hmm. samaj uh, they are from chatisgarh dalit community they were denied entry into the temple you know what revolutionary thing they did they inscribed the tattoo of ram 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 on their whole body and said if you don't allow us entry into the temple i will make my own body as my temple main apne aap ko hi mandir bana lunga कहां से ले जाओगे आप कहां से छीन पाओगे जो सेंस ऑफ ओनरशिप है द लार्जेस्ट नंबर ऑफ फॉलोअर्स ऑफ कावड़ यात्रा द लार्जेस्ट नंबर ऑफ पीपल डूइंग छठ पर्व इन माय रीजन दे आर फ्रॉम द मार्जिनलाइज्ड कम्युनिटीज व्हिच एकेडमिक फ्रॉम जेएनयू व्हिच एकेडमिक फ्रॉम ऑक्सफोर्ड और कैम्ब्रिज दे आर कमिंग टू डू द स्टडी बट सिटिंग देयर समवन लाइक अ डोनेजर वुड मेक एन एक्यूजेशन दिस इज something i called pointlessness someone like babu jagjivan ram you go to his residence which is now converted as babu jagjivan ram foundation at the heart of lutians delhi there is still that tulsi podha which used to be watered every morning by wife of late babu jagjivan ram swargi indrani devi babu jagjivan ram an ardent follower and supporter of shivnarayani sect even baba saheb ambedkar after much deliberation after much discussion chooses a faith that is closest to india and indic faith buddhism and today what is happening buddhism as we know is based around the principle of peace non violence truth now you are adding army to baba saheb's name and trying to take political advantage of it mm-hmm. look at the hypocrisy look at the sheer double standards of these people man bhim army what does it indicate a man who professed peace non violence cohesion integration throughout his life not even once he advocated for violence he had a lot of criticism yes but he had his articulation as well he had his forums he had his platforms constituent assembly debates look at it he has put it forward so never never kushal in the course of history as per my limited knowledge dalits ever were in the scheme of the disintegration forces of this country or of this civilization or this culture whatever बट जान बूझ करके एक सेंस ऑफ नैरेटिव ऐसा बनाया गया है बिकॉज ऑफ सम प्रोपोगेंडा हु डू नॉट वॉन्ट टू सी दिस सिविलाइजेशन फ्लरिश और सस्टेन कि नहीं भाई ये तो डिसइंटीग्रेशन में हुआ है आज भी मैं बता रहा हूं कुशल आपको कांवड़ यात्रा देखो छठ पर्व देखो आप इन आवर विलेजेस एंड लाइक आई से एंड राइटली यू पॉइंटेड आउट दैट इंसिडेंट फ्रॉम उत्तर प्रदेश फ्यू इयर्स अगो सिमिलर थिंग हैपन इन चेन्नई near chennai a village a dalit boy was wearing the wrist watch his hand was lit himmat kaise ki tumne ghadi pehne ki and this is not happening 100 years ago 1970 ki baat nahi kar raha hu main couple of years ago atrocities so it is a social question ek social issue hai it's not a political issue you do not attach it to political paradigm obviously there are certain connotations to it but like i say that a place any place in bihar it's not only separated by delhi by 1000 kilometers but by 1000 years hmm the mindset the imagination the thinking but i can give you names of hundreds of icons marimai boromai raja salhesh goraiya baba so there is an interesting story so my community what my forefathers did was pig rearing and you know what was the reason behind it so 
our uh, culture there is a very interesting custom that uh, whenever uh, a girl marries so we worship her with the blood of pig you know the reason behind it the reason is because couple of hundred years ago whenever a woman from our community uh, goes on to the sasural they were harassed by muslims so you attach blood of pig with them so that ab to napak ho gayi in their scheme of things to apavitra ho gayi so these stories are very crucial these stories are very important that is why our kul devta is a pig goraiya baba raja salhesh ye kisi ko dikhta nahi hai so these are some layers obviously we want to initiate conversation we want to initiate some ignite some uh, difficult conversations also for that matter but we must confront and i'm so happy kushal over the last couple of years since this uh uh idea of podcast have come these ideas of conversations have come people have started realizing that it's important it's critical to have discussion around these issues it might not happen in our generation we might not see a sea change of things happening in our generation but probably in the coming generations in the future generations but the fact that we are talking about it now we are talking about dignity representation the fact that we are waiting together it's extremely important ab the if penguin is publishing something on dalit history penguin is an international publication so in a fact it's getting a recognition no there is an issue and i can give this to you in writing how many dalits would have written with penguin in single digits but the fact that they have accepted they had to accept it's a foot in the door approach now ab ye pair ad gaya hai aur ye pair hatne wala nahi kahi jane wale nahi ab yahi rehne wale whether you like it or not whether kushal likes me or not you have no other option but to call me and engage with me here in the podcast मैं थोड़ा पैशनेट हो जाता हूँ यार बट ठीक है even though they were within the ambit of hinduism these personalities who we have focused on were agitating in their own way and we have mm-hmm. tried to capture that in the book and that is important for readers to identify it is not that everything is hunky dory and everything is fine absolutely so they no, were but sudarshan so so let me ask this question so that you know we unpack it because i i think it's relevant to the point you're making so there is this standard apology as sudarshan we have to take it head on you know uh caste is a western construct you are all you know it was like this like this oh show us primary sources in pre mughal india i mean uh, i don't know how else to say it this is like asking <laughs> no no not only that it is like telling an african american show me the primary source of slavery existing in the era of slavery i mean what kind of a shitty question is this how dare you ask such a insensitive question to somebody first of all should be i mean wo jo vyakti ye prashn puch raha hai usko kidhar to chullu bhar pani mein jaake doob marna chahiye sabse pehle now but how do we answer this sudarshan this is why i had to put this on the record because again mera kaam hai ye jo ye ek तर्क कुतर्क किया जाता है यू नो द काइंड ऑफ नॉनसेंस दैट गेट्स पेडल्ड यू नो टू स्पिन यान्स अराउंड कास्ट इन सर्टेन सेक्शंस ऑफ हिंदू समाज इट डज नॉट मैटर वेदर दे आर इन द लेफ्ट और द नॉन लेफ्ट आई मीन व्हेन इट कम्स टू यू नो स्पिनिंग यान्स अबाउट अपोलॉजिया ऑफ कास्ट यू नो आई थिंक वी विल बीट महात्मा गांधी इन चरखा वीविंग इन इन दैट एरिया सो हाउ डू वी डील विद दैट सुदर्शन दैट्स अ वेरी डिफिकल्ट क्वेश्चन बट लाइक आई सेड इट इज 
a civilizational battle see for us also when we were writing the book also we used to organize certain initiatives as an aside uh, in various parts of india we've done it uh, through spiritual organizations in chennai for the first time a hindu spiritual organization hosted an interaction with the dalit indian chamber of commerce and industry and that was it took that that organization has been in existence for the last 5 decades mm -hmm. and it took 5 decades for us to converse or for them to even realize that there, there can be a program guru's father was also there in chennai and we had milind kamle we had ravi kumar nara from andhra pradesh and we had a packed house 800000 people attending for a hindu spiritual organization to take that call to do at that point was revolutionary but even then there were some apologists who said that why are you showcasing dalits or rather why is the program just having dalit speakers why should a spiritual organization which speaks of vedant do this but i'm glad that the spiritual organization stuck by its stand did not issue any other you know comments or clarification and so it's a it's a work in progress you will the moment you take an initiative for us there have been people who said why are you calling this makers of modern dalit history why can't it be makers of modern history makers of modern indian history we said no uh, like it was pointed out that one cannot comment on what the community seeks to be known as and we have also details this how important is the term dalit individual effort sanitization of the minds and it is a long journey kushal it, it it cannot be unfortunately conversations are great but it cannot be solved through a podcast or it cannot be solved through one conversation it takes a lot of thinking it takes a lot of individual effort to realize that this is the problem and i need to what is the solution to this for example in tamil nadu in southern tamil nadu ambedkar was not allowed to be taken in name form very recently because of the dominant communities there a state which espouses periyar to the world which espouses social justice to the world is not allowing a bharat ratna's name to be taken of course now the situation is better because we again we have detailed there are some incredible dalit filmmakers in ranjit in mari selvaraj who are taking this conscious effort to to tell the people at large this is what the community went through look at it this way to through movies there's a recent movie which came out karnan there was a riots that was denied by the entire government missionary that this riots the oppression on the dalit community the devendra kulavelala community did not take place the then judiciary in tamil nadu said did not take place but the movie brought out the the poignancy of that moment it showed the oppression and i'm glad that such efforts are being made so through literary pursuits such as this definitely through conversation such as this through medium such as movies only then can change be discernible and that is happening it is happening in various parts of india it is happening amongst the young the young are taking the initiative to take it to the old 
and the mid career professional so i'm happy in that way but it is a long journey yeah it is and and uh, you you know you touched upon this and guru i wanted to hear your views also and then we'll take a couple of questions from our live viewers also um i think people often don't realize the importance of urbanization and you know free market policies when it comes to you know destroying this edifice of caste and casteism and uh, uh, i mean i remember this takes me back you know when you had come on the podcast last time and i had uh, you know we had discussed the dalit chamber of commerce then too and the importance of entrepreneurship jaise hindi mein kehte hain na ki लोगों को पसंद नहीं है मगर जातिवाद को खत्म करने में सबसे आगे पूंजीवाद आएगा क्योंकि जब पूंजीवाद आता है तो आपको झक मरा के झक मरा के आपको ए, अपनी इनहेरेंट आइडेंटिटीज को भूलना पड़ता है बिकॉज वेन यू आर इन अर्बन सेटअप वेदर वी लाइक इट और नॉट आई मीन दैट्स बीन द हिस्ट्री ऑफ द ह्यूमन रेस दिस इज एंथ्रोपोलॉजिकल एंड सोशियोलॉजिकल ट्रेंड एंड इंडिया इज नो डिफरेंट एंड इन इंडिया ऑल्सो इफ यू लुक एट पोल्स यूल ऑलवेज सी दर्बन सेंटर्स टेंड टू हैव लेस डिस्क्रिमिनेशन इन कंपेरिजन टू द रूरल सेंटर्स mar guru how do we make sure that the benefits of this this new form of entrepreneurship percolate down to the lowest common denominator in the society because that will be the biggest enemy of this discrimination no certainly certainly that that's very important kushal and uh, we must have a sense of historical perspective in this you look at this for example uh, shoe making industry north india chamar community iron industry lohar community so now what has happened that uh, over the course of last 200 300 years and now in a sense i agree with this argument that uh, with the advent of uh, medieval uh, invaders with the advent of the britishers the dignity to this uh, trade it went down people started looking down upon these occupations look at the occupation of meat so there is a community called khatik samaj and this khatik word comes from jhatka jhatka khatik so khatiks are dalits across north india they were into this uh, business of meat and mutton gradually with this sense of indignity there was an sort of occupational invasion other people came and occupied this space it is a multi million dollar industry across the world today we left it someone else had it look at the micro level our people were tailors our people were puncher makers it has gone from us we know who are doing it all these days our people were barbers so if we don't have this sense of awareness then it will go so this sense of dignity is very critical the sense of dignity is very crucial and caste would only be killed through capital i'm not going into the specifics of the definition of any isms per se because i am personally of this view that the indian situation the indian circumstances are very different from where these isms were envisioned or imagined or are being implemented dalit indian chamber of commerce and industry it's very critical to mention here a lot of your viewers 
might not be aware of this fact that Dalit Indian Chamber of Commerce and Industry that started as a revolution, a silent revolution in 2005, it is now an organization of more than 10,000 scheduled caste entrepreneurs. Hundreds of them with an annual turnover of more than 100 crores. I remember one Mr. Makwana from Gujarat. He has an annual turnover of 1,000 crores in Gujarat. No one is talking about him. So these are some of the stories. Mr. Melinda Kamde, who has founded this movement, Dalit Indian Chamber of Commerce and Industry. He's one of the real estate construction leader in the region of Maharashtra, apart from being a social leader of this movement as well. So it's very mm -hmm. critical, first, to go back to our traditional uh, occupation, remove that sense of indignity from it, and also explore avenues that are beyond the conventional contours of constitution. And I say this with a lot of uh, caution. There are various avenues. Like Sudarshan also said, civil society, business, entrepreneurship, media, you mentioned rightly. But now with this advent of digital media, there are a lot of space which is coming up. Mm -hmm. And I see it on yeah. social media. That there are handles, there are YouTube channels that they're now asserting their perspective. So that's very crucial. That's very critical that we look beyond the conventional and the comfortable contours of the constitution. We must go and engage with these entrepreneurial instincts. The government of India has mm. laid out a huge plan. There is a national SCST hub as well. So let's see. I mean, it's a, like Sudarshan said, it's a work in progress. But with initiatives like Dikki, with initiatives like Dalit Indian Chamber of Commerce and Industry, giving hand-holding support, giving mentorship, giving the sense of network. The sense of mm. community network is very important. Yeah. Like, I'm sure in uh, the traditional elitist societies, there is a sense of network. There is a sense of hand-holding. If I'm a first-generation entrepreneur, I would not get all these. But if I'm coming from yeah. a traditional uh, Baniya community for illustration purposes I am saying that I will know someone who can provide me access to credit I will know someone who can give me access to market I will know someone who can give me access to manpower I will know someone who can give me access to capital labor and market so important and through the Indian Chamber of Commerce and Industry this sense of networking is coming and that is something which is very crucial that is something which is very critical Many schemes, Stand Up India, Venture Capital Fund support, it's there by the government of India. But as a community, we must also do this introspection and turn the searchlight inwards that the occupation that we left because of this false propaganda of indignity. Now, there are multi-million industries. And I say this all the time. Tata. So, जो काम हमने और आपने छोड़ दिया वो टाटा और बाटा कर रहा है और हम वहां पे काम कर रहे हैं सो दीस आर सम इंटरेस्टिंग क्वेश्चंस दीस आर सम इंटरेस्टिंग कन्वर्सेशन दैट मस्ट हैपन एंड वी मस्ट कंफ्रंट दीस रियलिटीज थ्रेड वी आर नाउ टू शेयर हम ऑलराइट नाउ लेट मी टेक अ फ्यू क्वेश्चंस अ कपल ऑफ क्वेश्चंस सो सुदर्शन दिस इज बोथ ऑफ यू कैन आंसर दिस सो सुदर्शन फर्स्ट यू सो समबडी हैज आस्क व्हाट डू यू थिंक द रोल वाज ऑफ फोक्स लाइक uh, Savarkar and the Hindu Mahasabha and how do you see Hindutva as a movement in general and the contribution, this is the main part of the question actually, 
that how will we make people realize that there would be no hindutva if there was no dalit contribution in hindutva <laughs> basically is the question so sudarshan what are your views on this i think uh, one very important example we have uh, mentioned in the book in the chapter of nandanar is um when the vishwa hindu parishad came into being uh in one of their foremost meetings of uh, sadhu and sants uh in karnataka they passed a very important resolution uh they passed a resolution to ban untouchability and at that time uh, there were several spiritual saints uh, ms golwalkar was there there was swami chinmayananda there were several saints who were part of this congregation for them to pass this resolution in the 60s was revolutionary and even today analysts have uh, pointed out who do not agree with this uh, with the world view of an rss or so on and so forth have said how revolutionary this move was for the spiritual society uh, to come out and say to pass a resolution in one of their foremost meetings of a very very small organization to say that back then to say that let us ban let the society come together to ban untouchability there are various examples like this uh, there was one initiative uh, the the rss initiative one well one crematorium and uh, one community right guru that that was the initiative of the sangh as well so it is i don't want to bracket it again so the the intention of the book is it is an ideology agnostic book if i may say so we, absolutely i i can vouch for that i have read it <laughs> yeah so we don't want to bracket it yaar this ye group ko isne aisa kiya iska relation aisa hua so therefore this group has done well this group didn't do well yes the indian national congress in the first three decades of its existence did not pass a single resolution on untouchability that is a fact mm. that we have written in the introduction also but we want to yeah. place the facts and say that there are various uh, components to this so uh, like guru said this is a social issue it's not a political issue where political groups take advantage and say that hey we have a solution to this it is more of a social issue and there are various for us it was fascinating that in the 60s in the first meeting in one of the foremost meeting the resolution was passed by leading spiritual folks to say that look let us ban untouchability and that stood out yeah and uh, there is a famous uh, episode of an exchange between the then sarasangh chalak guru gurwalkar and uh, swami karpatri maharaj where स्वामी करपात्री महाराज सेड अरे ये कैसे चलेगा टेंपल एंट्री तो नहीं होनी चाहिए ये वो एंड गुरु गोलवालकर सेड होने वाली है जो करना है कर लो सो एंड द लेजेंड सेज दैट द जेंटलमैन हु डिड नॉट लाइक इट वाज वेरी वोकल अबाउट इट एंड आई थिंक आई रिकमेंड एवरीवन टू लिसन टू एन इंटरेस्टिंग एनेकडोट एंड स्टोरी बिटवीन लाल कृष्ण अडवाणी एंड करपात्री महाराज where how lal krishna advani and antkarpatri maharaj had an interaction and then how advani ji decided ki main inke sath kabhi kaam nahi karunga it sunna chahiye podcast pe jaake kanchan da ne 
बहुत ही सुंदर तरीके से एक कहानी बताई है बट गुरु समी एज आस्ट क्वेश्चन अबाउट पंजाब so i it's my duty if to i can ask. if i can if i can add to the, what sudarshan sure. shared uh, and it's very important that uh, we see a lot of similarities between baba saheb ambedkar and uh, savarkar and yeah. this relationship this interface no one is talking about you see both of them they started the temple entry movement around the same time ratnagiri temple movement so both of them were uh, ardent uh, supporters of this view that access to temple must not be a hindrance both of them were avid non vegetarians and their perspective on the radical islamic fundamentalism so i'm reading this quote from baba saheb ambedkar it's in hindi he speaks about islamic brotherhood and he categorically says this is baba saheb the quote islami bhatritva इस्लामी ब्रदरहुड विश्वव्यापी भातृत्व नहीं है सो इस्लामिक ब्रदरहुड इज नॉट अ ग्लोबल ब्रदरहुड वह मुसलमानों का मुसलमानों को लेकर ही है इट्स फॉर द मुस्लिम बाय द मुस्लिम्स ऑफ द मुस्लिम्स उनमें एक बंधुत्व है लेकिन उसका उपयोग उनकी एकता तक ही सीमित है जो उसके बाहर है उनके लिए उनमें घृणा व शत्रुत्व के अलावा और कुछ नहीं है इस्लाम एक सच्चे मुसलमान को कभी भी भारत को अपनी मातृभूमि तथा हिंदू को अपने सगे के रूप में मान्यता नहीं दे सकता है दैट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट दैट्स वेरी रिवीलिंग एंड यू सी एट सम लेवल बाबा साहेब अंबेडकर एंड सावरकर व्यू पॉइंट ऑन कास्टलेसनेस ऑन द सिविलाइजेशनल थ्रेट्स एंड ऑन दिस स्ट्रैंड ऑफ रेडिकल इस्लामिक फंडामेंटलिज्म सिमिलर एंड नो वन इज टॉकिंग अबाउट इट the question that your viewer asked about this hindutva matrix and the position of dalit in this hindutva matrix there cannot be any hindutva without the element of uh, dalit imagination that's very exactly. critical like i said chhat kamad yatra ram nami samaj babu jagjivan ram even for that matter baba saheb ambedkar this is a matter of scholarship baba saheb had a lot of criticism about hinduism fine but during the last days of his life he chooses a faith that is closest to india an indic faith he did not go to any of those predatory abrahamic faiths and there was a reason behind it what was going on in his mind that is something which we must explore dispassionately objectively and academically so it's very critical hindutva hindutva people might say it has some political connotation but it's it, it's there in all of us it's there in our lives so it's very critical i think uh, academically isko dekhenge to samajh mein aayega ki jab bhi ab sudarshan spoke about the otobi resolution that untouchability must go lock stock and barrel bala saheb devras leader of rss he said this on record that if there is any book that advocates for untouchability i will burn that book अगर कोई ऐसी पुस्तक है जो कहती है छुआछूत स्वीकार रहे हैं तो मैं ऐसी किसी पुस्तक में नहीं मानता हूं टुडे कुशल पॉलिटिकल एम्पावरमेंट एंड पॉलिटिकल रिप्रेजेंटेशन देर इज अ रीजन बिहाइंड पॉलिटिकल सपोर्ट बिहाइंड द भारतीय जनता पार्टी मैक्सिमम नंबर ऑफ दलित बीजेपी दलित एमएलएज एंड एमपीज फ्रॉम द भारतीय जनता पार्टी वाई आर दे सपोर्टिंग द भारतीय जनता पार्टी देर इज अ रीजन बिहाइंड इट यू आर गिविंग दम स्पेस 
no other political outfit no other political platform never gave a thought never spared a thought for them mm. the political parties that were founded in the name of social justice post 90s you see after yeah. the mandalization of politics happened what mm -hmm. did they do they started from jamaat they took a pause on jamaat and they finally eventually ultimately restricted themselves to parivar बहुजन से बात शुरू की एक जाति पे गाड़ी रुकी और फिर परिवार पे रुक गए तो ये सोशल जस्टिस चर्निंग में भी बहुत सारे पर्सपेक्टिव हैं बहुत सारे लेयर्स हैं सो इट्स वेरी क्रूशियल टू अनकवर एंड अंडरस्टैंड दोस एस्पेक्ट्स इस वेल पर शायद एंड यू नो आई जस्ट वांट टू स्टेट इट ऑन द रिकॉर्ड आई हैव नेवर हिडन माय पॉलिटिकल लीनिंग ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट फ्रॉम डे 1 आई एम अ बीजेपी वोटर कोई शर्म नहीं आती मुझे बोलने में इट्स अ डेमोक्रेसी I am very open. Uh, if anybody follows me on social media, they'll be like, "Kis kisam ka BJP voter hai?" Har tisre din BJP ko criticize karta hai, but that's part of a system and a society. And I have no qualms in. And and let me state, yeah. And let me put it on record. I mean, along with uh, a dear friend, uh, not a, of mine, Abhinav Prakash Singh. I mean, we are pushing and we are saying this with full responsibility that in fact Hindutva is. the classical modernity of india it is you know one of the biggest reasons that the left wing world view did not succeed beyond a point in india is like what does the left do the classical left narrative is find hierarchies in a society they're very good at identifying hierarchies you have to give credit where it's due to the left they find hierarchies very instantly it's as if their you know intellectual and mental radar is always hierarchy finding so they find it and then they tell the others in the society ki look your hierarchies are getting rigid watch, watch out what does a hindutva movement do it outdoes the left in what the left does hindutva is the movement that says oh my god look at all these hierarchies you know what we do we'll take a see the left says let us milk the hierarchies politically uh uh hindutva says let us take a bulldozer and just ram and destroy this entire system completely what a shit system what kind of nonsense is this birth based system mm -hmm. let's just take a bulldozer and isko ukhad ke rondi do i mean anybody does not have to believe me you just have to read vikram sampath's recent book where he clearly showcases views of savarkar and ambedkar and the kind of exchanges ambedkar and savarkar have and ambedkar is like where do we have our dis i mean dis savarkar to goes to the next extent where he says ambedkar you know not only do we destroy the discrimination from the the upper caste to the lower caste we destroy the discrimination within the lower caste we destroy the discrimination from the obc to the scheduled castes and the scheduled tribes we destroy this entire system and and highlight it to its core i mean what else do we want i mean it doesn't matter beyond a point if it is like so you know, tomorrow somebody says gravity is real and that is my political opponent i'm not going to start saying gravity is not real i mean if if a, if a point has merit in it it has merit in it but okay So, so time to wrap today's discussion up. But so what I'll do is I will leave both of you with the closing comments. So Guru, first you. So before we wrap today's discussion up, I will, uh, and then Sudarshan, you can come right after Guru does. So what are your closing comments? Uh, read the book. Obviously, <laughs> it's right there in front of you. It's on Amazon, and uh, like and at your uh, nearest bookstore. लेकिन काम है 
or uh, a lot of your viewers a lot of the viewers of your podcast i'm sure they're conscious aware they're socially sensitive people and they like uh, the conversation around this issue what we have done is that we have tried our best to ignite a sense of confidence in the marginalized in the weaker in the disadvantaged sections with a positive side as well where we have uh, mentioned stories of someone like mr milin kamle someone like uh, ms tina dabi who comes from the community and tops the world's difficult examination someone like uh, uh, mr ramnath kovin the honorable president of india who comes from the marginalized community but uh, becomes the president the constitutional head of state for india so it's there we are not at all uh, brushing aside uh, the reality of today the social reality is there the difference the discrimination the fault lines they exist and we are talking about it but we are also talking about the steps that we can take like representation ensuring uh, a sense of uh, consciousness in our conversations as well and do not say this anymore that hamare dada to aapke dada ke sath baithte the aap ehsaan nahi karte the ek aadmi ko aadmi ki tarah vyavhar karte the acha karte the aap बट अब समय आ गया है जो कि द मेकर्स ऑफ आर कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन दे ऑल्सो इन्विजन अ फेयर एंड एन इक्वल सोसाइटी सो प्लीज गो ऑन बाय द बुक रीड द बुक एंड डू शेयर योर फीडबैक्स विद अस थैंक यू आई थिंक आई हैव नथिंग टू ऐड टू दैट मार्टिन लूथर किंग वन सेड दैट वी आर ऑल मेड बाय हिस्ट्री सो आई थिंक ईच वन ऑफ अस indians should be proud that somewhere we are inheritors of this legacy of all these stalwarts who have contributed to the making of our state so this is a humble attempt and what we would urge the young listeners writers of charvaka podcast is perhaps take your own initiative to research on more such personalities bring out their stories you needn't be a professional storyteller but take the initiative to write about them express about them so that we give to the world a uh, uh, an inclusive india an encompassing india as we march towards our 100 years of independence uh, please do uh, give us your review of the book as a, we don't want the book to be accepted and said that hey great work hey good work this is what we expected so on and so forth we want a lot of conversations to emerge we want a lot of criticism to come so that we as uh, youngsters will learn and commit to improvement the next time we undertake literary pursuits thank you so much kushal for this opportunity i must say we were touched by your frank honest uh, feedback from the time you started reading page 1 that is how we want every reader to react i know it's a very far fetched expectation you are passionate about the subject hence you were able to express freely at 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 the outset itself so we want readers to read with that intensity if you can explain to the readers your experience of reading as well uh, that will be great uh, for for listeners here to pick up and read so when they read with that commitment and intensity then this book will be part of everybody's bookshelf do not think that just because the title is dalit history therefore why should i take it but please make it a point to take a moment to read this it can be done uh, in a week 
it can be done in two sittings it can be done in one sitting also that's how easy comprehensible language thank you so much kushan all right so you know a few comments before we wrap today's podcast up so i i clearly remember the email i got from sudarshan and guru when when you know when they told me okay let's let's do a podcast and i started reading it and sudarshan is right i i started reading it and i have this habit when i know some people like i don't do this with all book authors but you know at least guru and i go go back, go back a while so i i have that freedom with him so i tend to read i did this with vikram sampath i annoyed him so much on whatsapp he must have been like isko maine mera phone number kyu de diya ye mere ko kitne message likh raha hai main book padhte jata tha aur vikram ko likhte jata tha but uh this book will open your eyes to the reality of our society you know i, I don't know how many times have I, and i never get tired of saying this and you know people i i've heard things like oh kushal mehra you overdo this whole you know attack on jati varna I was like you know what if you think i'm overdoing it i will double down now you have not seen me yet because the moment you say it is overdoing it i will go two times more just to annoy you because you don't know anything you just have to read the experiences they narrate in the book till the extent that there was a time that yeah i i'm saying this is full response i literally punched the wall and i remember emailing both of them and saying i got so pissed off i punched the wall because it is so horrifying to read something like this that a human being has to go through this just think about it today you're living in a society you're in a lane and you're a human being and you enters a lane and you have to shout hang on i'm here impure person is here pure people please watch out you have to be ashamed when you read something like this i i clearly remember once you know abhijit ayer in in one of those passionate you know <laughs> rants that he does i don't know if it was on my podcast i think it was on shams podcast where you know we do the weekly show abhijit said ki tumko agar kisi ke pair dhone chahiye na hinduism ko jisne bachaya hai to in logon ke dho just look at the amount of trauma these communities have gone through and they still don't leave the religion ma khasam mai hota mai to chhod ke bhag jaau mere ko to dimag kharab ho jata but these people say tu mere ko deny karega mai mera mandir banaunga tu mujhe bolega mai ye ritual nahi kar sakta hu mai bhi ye ritual karunga mai apne style mein karunga was these people are the reason your faith is alive today not your bloody you know apologetics that you indulge in on a daily basis so please read this book this book was an eye opener and the best part about this is this book was for me a ready reckoner and a reference in an academic way where now i can cite evidence i can go to the source i can pick the story i can cite this because you guys don't realize that in the academic world citations matter a lot आई नो हम लोग ट्विटर पे ट्वीटते रहेंगे और चीखते रहेंगे और चिल्लाते रहेंगे और हम बोलेंगे हम जीत गए नहीं जीते ऐसे नहीं होती हैं जीत होती है जब आप किताबें लिखते हो जीत होती है जब आप लॉन्ग फॉर्म पॉडकास्ट करते हो जीत होती है जब आप साइट करते हो एक दूसरे को दिस इज वाई इट इज इम्पॉर्टेंट सो अगेन आई एम सेंग अब नॉर्मली आई रिक्वेस्ट दिस टाइम आई एम ऑर्डरिंग ऑल ऑफ यू ईच एंड एवरी वन हु टेक्स मी सीरियसली गोन बाई दिस बुक यू हैव टू बाई दिस बुक नॉट ओनली शुड यू बाई दिस बुक यू शुड गिफ्ट इट टू फाइव अदर पीपल that is your moral responsibility as an indian as a hindu that you tell people the stories 
and you take inspiration from these personalities i'll wrap today's discussion over here again the link to the book is going to be in the description of the podcast whether it's the audio version or the video version you can just go on the description it is going to be one click you just have to click it and buy the book and on that note i'll wrap today's discussion up again like the video subscribe to the channel you can support the podcast either on youtube or patreon or through the merchandiser upi i'll try to bring as many interesting discussions as i can i think next week we are having on monday we have shadi hamid wednesday shrikant alagiri is back and on friday we have dr michael keaton uh, so i'll see you guys next week until then namaste take care goodbye thank you